Hey, hey. Awesome. We're, we're here again. We, here we are again. From my Another bed. week. Another advancing the mission. I'm still in my, I feel like I'm still in my little hole. I haven't been able to come out in months. My beard has been longer. <laughs> yeah. Has your beard been getting longer, Cassie? Have you been trimming it yourself? or? I have been trimming it myself. I, I have a haircut and a beard trim scheduled for Tuesday. Nice. <laughs> I am real excited. It's gonna be my first one, and I'm, I think I I think I went end of February with my last barber appointment, and I haven't had one since. And I, the hair I can whatever I can figure that out. The beard, like if it starts getting nasty, I just it's hard. I can't I can't keep it clean the way that the the barber keeps it clean. So uh-huh. I hear. We understand. Shout out to yeah. Rico's barber shop. He's a county liner. <laughs> He's a county liner. He doesn't actually cut my hair but he's a county liner he owns barbershop in fort wayne check him out <laughs> nice nice well hey we got a couple of guests with us uh, marissa and Corey, and we will do a more official introduction but um so they're going to be with us today cassie what's uh, what's been going on with you this oh man week? we got we've had a pretty eventful couple days here um our our, our one-year-old our, she's 19 months technically so she's getting up closer to two she uh, she crawled out of her crib for the first time yesterday, so that's wow. some, some exciting stuff. Um, she also like it was a weird. We had a weird night last night. She like we're not sure if it was that or something else. She there was one point she was playing with her sister and then just like started crying, was inconsolable, which she's never like that, and then wouldn't move her left arm. And we were like, mm. that's weird. Oh gosh. Mm. We're like, and my my wife is a nurse. She like does not go to urgent care. And she knows. <laughs> something is going on so we go to urgent care last night and I wasn't even allowed in because COVID stuff so they only let one parent in and so she like she's the the NP that was there was like oh yeah she she was like I put she said I put money on it that it's a radius a fractured radius she's like well we'll have to splint it we will um they're gonna she's like she'll be in a cast for four weeks all this sort of stuff we're like oh no so about that time, I sent a text to all of the county line pastors, just like, hey, go ahead, like, just pray for this. Like, it's fine. It's, you know, for, and my, my, that's kind of my attitude. I'm like, a, a, a cast on a baby, inconvenient, but there are worse things. But that, I just asked them to pray for it. And then they went back and they took x-rays after that. And it was literally like five minutes later, um, we kind of figured out the timing. About five minutes later, she started using her arm, no problem. Absolutely. Oh wow! Nice. She's she's totally fine today. <laughs> awesome. No Great. So I I I'm I really uh I would I would say that that the prayer works. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, I, yes, it I'm does. I'm just gonna say that because um, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. She's totally fine today, but she yeah. And then last night was her first night, and then right now is na- She's napping without the crib rail up, and she's that's been actually pretty good. She's she hasn't crawled out so. Awesome. But yeah, it's been a pretty eventful day for my, my little Abigail. <laughs> Did Eliza well, ever say what had happened? Out. No, I mean, I, I was, they were behind me playing in a box. So I don't know. I don't know if it was something that she did or if it, the NP actually said that her crawling out of the crib, that happens a lot where it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden later it, starts hurting and she tore something 
So I don't mm. know. it was weird. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Marissa, what's, yeah, what's been going on with you, Marissa? Anything, any news exciting going on in your life this week? Anything happening? Well, um, I, I'm a full-time student as well as the director at Harden House. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I've got a pretty full schedule and, um, I've been, I've been really grateful to be able to spend extra time with my husband. We usually aren't together that much, as much as we have been. Um, so mm -hmm. I've been hanging out a lot on my porch. We're empty nesters. So <laughs> that's pretty nice. much, that's pretty much what's been going on with me. Good. So you're able, you've been able to relax. Do you have like a, a porch swing or something like that? I do have a porch swing. And um, actually, yeah. So it's awesome. It's my favorite thing. So it's yeah. great to go. I love to go out there and just spend time with God or do some homework or yeah, that's awesome. unwind. Awesome. Yeah. So what about you, Corey? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I was off for quite a while when, since all this started. So, um, I just came back last week. Woohoo! I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was like a foreign place last week when I was in. I'm coming back very slow, but last night was the first night that I was like, oh, yeah, this is home again. So, Already, yeah, I'm glad. I'm so familiar. glad to be back. Good. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Well, this was uh, this was our last week of school for Deluska and Emily. So, and today is their last day. Emily had awards chapel, so they got on their classroom Zoom call, and the teachers read through their awards. and And uh, Emily got a couple, I think I can't remember which ones, but um, so we are. I, they are going out and uh, having a parade. Uh, like a drive-through parade kind of thing to pick up, to drop off books, pick up their certificates and awards and yeah. kind of say goodbye to the teachers. So uh, we're going to do that. And then I think we're going to go out and celebrate at Olive Garden tonight. So Ooh, fun. Yeah, nice. kind of our first time yeah, dining. Say, are you in, actually going in to the restaurant inside? Yeah. 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 Wow. I actually, my husband and I went to a restaurant for the first time last night and it was awesome just to see people. <laughs> yeah 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 so i'll have to share about our our olive garden experience some other time and see yeah. how, see I'm, how interested. It goes. I'm interested all right well should we do this let's do it yeah well welcome to advancing the mission this is where we keep you informed and up to date on what's happening in global missions local outreach and church multiplication through the ministry of county line church and again we have with us marissa and Corey. i'll let you guys introduce yourselves and then we'll we'll uh yeah, in your your title and and at Heart and House, and then uh, and then we'll we got some questions for you. So I'll turn it over to you guys first. Okay, uh, my name is Marisa McKenzie, and I am the executive director of DeKalb Community Impact Corporation, which is actually we call it DCIC to make it uh, easier. <laughs> and um, I also am the director of Heart and House, which is pretty much the same thing. So awesome. And I am Corey Kashani, and I'm the operations manager at Heart House. So awesome, awesome. So can can you guys tell us a little bit about Heart and House and just just how it got started and what 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 you guys do there? Yeah. So a few years ago, uh, DCIC, what what we do is go around and kind of assess some of the needs that are not being met in DeKalb County, 
and uh, we realized that there was a huge need for shelter here in DeKalb County. Mm -hmm. um, and so we launched our program, which is Heart and House Rescue Mission. Uh, we started with a really tiny house that we're still in. <laughs> and, um, you know, we just wanted to kind of just get started and see, you know, once we got started to really understand the need. And as soon as we opened, uh, which was, we actually just celebrated our two years while we're all in quarantine. Um, but as soon as we opened, our phone just started blowing up. We, we realized that the need was far greater than what we had realized. Mm -hmm. So Heart and House itself is a rescue mission for women. And um, we provide that really important lifeline for a woman to relaunch her life in a different direction. And if, if everything goes great, then also with Jesus. So awesome. that's pretty much what we do. Yeah, yeah. You, there's definitely that that need. I mean, in a lot of a lot of these communities, but even just, I think you said you you know you guys were realized the need was greater. But even just being able to help the few women that you do have there is a huge blessing. Um, yes. And so yeah, I think absolutely. Of, I think of like the Andy Stanley phrase, like "Do for one what you wish you could do for all." Yes. Idea. And so I yeah, I think it's it's a really cool to to see the ministry you guys have over there. Yeah, we, we happen to love it. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of share a little bit, but, but more, maybe more specifically, what is the mission and vision of the Heart and House? So our mission is to uh, provide a safe shelter for women to come, and we help them while they're here. We help them um, work on a lot of the things that they need to work on. The, you know, our women are coming to us homeless, um, escaping domestic violence, escaping substance abuse. And, you know, many times, a lot of times it's all three that kind of over time just mesh together. And so um, we basically just provide that for them. And while they're here with us, they are basically um, have agreed to six months to our program, at least. And so our our main mission is to provide that lifeline for women and to also um, introduce them to Jesus and um, to just make sure that they're safe and um, mentally, physically, and spiritually healthy. And so we try to keep it really well balanced. So uh, how do, how do they become aware of a heart and house and, you know, because I, I, I remember when you guys moved into your uh, little house, your starter home, <laughs> where you're still located, and it took me a couple of times to even realize where it's at. I, I knew right. it, kind of the proximity, but it's, you know, the location, all that kind of stuff. So, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's more opportunities for them through probably networks and connections to, to right. know exactly who Heart Analysis is and where you're located. Yeah. Um, it, Typically, women are um, referred here either by Northeastern Center or churches a lot of times, um, PBH. The courts. Yeah. Yeah, the courts. So um, it, it basically starts with a phone call here. And, you know, we, we talk to the women and we get a feel for them and we do a preliminary interview. And um, if she's accepted, 
then they they will come in and have a more extensive interview and we'll place them and it's just they come through the door they're greeted with love hugs we introduce them to it's a home so um it, you know the goal is get them in here and have them feel like it's home and not just business you know yeah yeah, and it doesn't have to be, um, there There doesn't have, need to be a referral. I get, I get no. calls from churches all the time, um, you know, and so it really, it can, they can just call on their own if they want and right. try to get placement. Right. Um, we are usually at full capacity, so we are striving to continue to meet the needs and also I love that you called it our starter home because that's what we think too we, think. <laughs> we have um, a big vision yes yes and so um, I'm excited because I I know that um, God is the real executive director of Heart and House and mm -hmm. he um, is, is amazing and so I'm I'm excited to see what's in store in our future um, for a bigger building and so that we can really help more women yeah. but you know one of the things one of the things that's very challenging with being more in a rural area is that a lot of times our women have DCS cases or whatnot. And in order to really rebuild a family unit, it's really important that everybody involved gets the help that they, that they need. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times if they have those cases, the women are forced to move to Fort Wayne or the bigger cities so that they can find shelter, but the children have to stay in DeKalb County. And so it kind of goes against, you know, mm -hmm. the efforts of really reuniting family. And, and so it's, it's awesome to uh, watch, watch the women stay here at Heart and House and to really rebuild their lives with their families, with their children. It's, it's such a blessing to watch. That's awesome. So what is your capacity? How many women can you... How's that? We, we are at capacity, at full capacity with eight women. Okay. And um, again, like you said, our people who are from here, from DeKalb County, have passed our house probably their whole life and never realized it was there. <laughs> I know we get, a, we get calls all the time like, what do you mean you've been there? And so, um, but we're at, eight, we're at full capacity with eight women and we usually have at least 10 women on our waiting list at all times. Yeah. Um, so Corey, you, you started talking about this a little bit, but do you want to give us a little bit more detail on what, what happens when somebody enters Heart and House to, to be there as a resident? What, what's kind of the process of from start to finish? Right. Um, well, you know, usually by the time they get here, we've accepted them and, you know, we give them hugs. Um, a lot of times they cry and they know that they're safe. We make sure that they know that they're safe here. And, um, we just, we kind of take them on a tour. So they feel at home, like this is going to be their home. So we do the intake interview and we really get to know them we kind of dive into their past and what some of their traumas are and you can you know really know what direction and what special needs that woman might have mm -hmm. so you know we explain the whole program and you know 
the financial um, classes that they'll get and emotional, um, spiritual help. So each woman is individual. So, you know, after a week or so, you kind of really get to know, you know, what direction this, this woman needs help with. And we have such a diverse staff. Um, so, you know, even though we, it's for everybody, a lot of times a woman kind of takes more to one staff than the other. And, you know, it ends up, it's a great process because then we can, you know, kind of individualize the help that that person needs. Yeah. And their first 30 days. So one of the things with helping people in crisis is that, um, everything's a crisis when they get to us, you know, uh, there's a lot of damage that's been done. Um, I would say that 99% of all of our women that, that come to us have a substance abuse problem on top of the other issues. And so, um, you know, you, their first 30 days, they call it house restriction, but it's actually called house support. <laughs> but we, we, they, they are, they basically have to stay in the house for 30 days. Um, and when they leave, they leave with, the, with staff, with the supervision of staff. And we found that that 30 days really gives them time to take a deep breath. You know, you can't start working on things unless you know you're safe, unless your your most basic needs are met. And so um, in that 30 days, we have found that it really helps the women to really take a deep breath um, and understand that the things that we're going to be working on will take a little bit of time. Um, and so that gives the that first 30 days gives them time to get to know the staff, to get to know the residents, to get to know the program, the rules, you know, what they can contribute. And um, after their 30 day house support is up, which, by the way, right now, because of all the COVID-19 stuff, things are a little different. But um, so sorry. <laughs> but after that 30 days, they can start looking for uh, employment and they start slowly but surely you know, getting passes and different, um, different privileges. But on top of that, every night, every, every single day in the morning, we start off with devotions. And then um, every night we have a different program, a different class or Bible study um, and things that are, that, you know, that are helpful to where they're at. So we'll have anything from financial management classes to forgiveness bible studies to equine therapy and image of hope that's another amazing ministry we're grateful to collaborate with them and so all these classes are mandatory and then by the time they are up with their six months we kind of determine you know our, our, our the goal is to help them transition out on their own in a safe place that they can that they can provide for themselves that they will be able to move forward in life. And so that's basically the, from the beginning to the end of, of our ministry of our program. Um, what, uh, I mean, COVID-19, the coronavirus has changed everybody's life. Um, specifically <laughs> as it relates to, uh, to your ministry and, and even your residents, what, how has that changed things? How are how have you had to maybe change your format, your structure, your organization? through these last few months. Mm -hmm. So when I hire my staff, the one of the first things I tell them is that if you accept this position, it is impossible not to grow as an individual 
because you will face new challenges and have to make new choices every single day. And just when you think that you've that you've heard and seen it all, this nope, it's another thing. And so, just like with everything else, um, the same has gone for this COVID nineteen. Um, you know, I, me personally, and all the the staff in their personal lives, you know, went through the same thing that we've all been going through. You know, it's working through not reacting out of fear and really trying to remember that God's in control and. Um, but also to be as safe as we can and be as smart as we can. So I would say that, um, you know, we, we have nine staff. We, one of the things that makes our program such quality program is that we are staffed. We have a staff member here 24 seven all the time. Um, and that, that provides extra accountability for the ladies, but also extra support. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that was challenging because I went from nine staff members. At one point, it was me and two other staff members covering shifts uh, because I lost more than half of my staff to quarantine for different mm -hmm. stuff. They either, you know, were around someone that was sick or was exposed to something. And so um, I really tried not to freak out. <laughs> but you know what? God got us, God got us through the hardest part, and we're so grateful for that. But um, also another thing is that we, just like everyone else, we had to make decisions that none of us have experience in. We don't have any, you know, I had to go by things that were basically what I felt God was telling me to do and to just use the, you know, guidance of the CDC and just do the best that we could. You know, there was times when I'm like, I don't know if I'm making the right decision, but I'm just going to have to make it. So um, but another thing is that one of the, probably one of the hardest things is that, you know, we really work on getting children and mothers reunited and re rebuilding that relationship. And probably the hardest thing was having to suspend all visits. Um, mm. you know, when someone's in crisis, it's hard for them to understand that it's hard for them to, to remove themselves from their own situation and understand that the whole world is going through that. Yeah. And so, so that, that was probably the biggest challenge. Uh, we still, you know, we suspended all in-person meetings. Um, the, we've gotten really good at Zoom, and that's been really challenging. I'm sure everybody feels like that. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've really been trying to just continue to provide as much um, classes and Bible studies as we can to the women and also be safe. You know, we haven't opened visits up yet. We've, we've opened visits with children and their moms, mm -hmm. but ever, as far as anything else, we're going to yeah. be going basically by the state's guidance and just open in stages. You know, it's safety's number one. So um, other than just very challenging, you know, I, I kind of, when this first started, when you're helping people who are very newly sober, when something like this happens, a lot of times relapse, I know there was a lot of people with a lot of mental health issues during this time mm -hmm. and relapsing and all this stuff. And, and so it was something that I was really concerned about as we started. And I am so grateful that yeah. our, our women really worked through it. And mm -hmm. it's just a blessing to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. They went from every day going to a class or having someone come in to do a class to 
nothing. Everything was virtual. Everything is, you know, so they would go to outside therapy that all changed to phone calls. So, I mean, like everybody else, it was a different world, but Absolutely. yeah, we got through it. For the first time ever, we had court in our living room. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, lady, the ladies were on court. I was like, wow, this is a first. There's a lot of first going on right now. Yeah, well, awesome. Well, how can, uh, how can people stay involved, stay informed um, with, with Heart and House and what, what you guys are doing over there? Okay. Well, you can go to dciconline.org. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, Heart and House. Um, we have newsletters that go out about bi-monthly. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to get a newsletter, you can call us, let us know. Um, uh, email, you can always email Race or I and, you know, ask questions. We can, you know, answer to the best that we can. Yeah, and our, our emails are on our website as well. So, yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll link the I'll link your guys' website in the comments. Um, during awesome. The That'd be great. Yeah, there, there's lots of different ways to get involved. It can be anything from teaching a Bible study to covering, you know, being a facility supervisor. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of ways. Um, we're always looking to collaborate with as many organizations as we can. We mm -hmm. believe that together we can make the greatest impact in, the, in God's kingdom work. No. And also, um, as many individuals, you know, without, without all of the support that we've been given through individuals and organizations and just all the churches and, and you guys, especially, I, we're so grateful for your support. But, um, you know, there's, without that, we wouldn't be able to be here. And so um, it's, it's awesome. We get to tell women when they get here that Jesus is the answer to restoration and redemption. And we're so grateful for that. It's like the best place ever. So yeah, if you're interested in getting involved, there's all kinds of ways. And, and someone right. can email me. Um, and actually, I prefer if, if the best way to keep up with us is through our Facebook page, because I feel like we update it a lot, like throughout mm -hmm. the week. Mm -hmm. And it's also a nice little fun way to keep up with us. So yeah, and you, uh, you know, we have pictures of the ladies or activities that we've been at and, you know, you, I don't know, seem like you get a personal connection with, yeah, with the ladies in the house and you really get to see what we do. Yeah, and if anybody's interested in receiving our newsletter, all you have to do is um, send me an email or give us a call. Right. And we also have a fundraiser going on right now if anyone's interested in some pampered chef items. <laughs> We're trying to do our, we're trying to continue fundraising, but that's, that's been another challenge through coronavirus because, um, you know, when you're a, when you're a faith-based nonprofit, that's a private brand new one for the, for the most part, um, then, you know, we're just end exiting our infancy stages. And so our, basically our fundraising efforts have kind of come to a screeching halt other than what we can do online. And, um, you know, so we're just grateful that, that we're able to continue to move forward and do the best that we can. So, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for, for joining up us. We really appreciate it. No, thank you. Yes. Thank you. You guys, uh, we just, we love County Line Church, by the way. So <laughs> we appreciate all of your guys' support and Absolutely. Um, it's awesome. So well, we're grateful for you. It's evident you guys both uh, love what you do, love your ministry. And, um, you know, I know 
at least Marissa, you've been there uh, for a few years now, and it's it's yeah. evident as to why you're there and as to why you're doing what you're doing. And, mm-hmm. and I know you guys love your ministry, and so we're thankful for you guys and your leadership and and uh, what you're doing as well. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're we're oh, blessed. Oh. We're blessed to. We're we're blessed. Jesus is just the best, and we're blessed by him. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, yeah, a couple quick quick things going on at County Line. Just a reminder that we have service tonight at 7.30. That's a live uh, virtual service. Um, um, so that's 7.30 tonight and then also on Sunday, 9.30 and 11. Um, and then I just want to give a quick update about our – we had food pantry collection last weekend at Auburn campus. We got – we received 2,700 pounds of food for the, for the food pantry – that was awesome i mean that's that's about i heard that that's about half of what we collect at super bowl which is like one of the yeah that's our biggest collection of the year so that was awesome wow Um, pastor Stu Stu said that when i was getting towards the end they said if many more cars come we're not going to have room for any of this stuff (laughs) so that's awesome we're very we're very very thankful to all the county liners that participated in that and we're we feel like we're restocked so that's awesome um, but yeah, that's, I think that's all we have for today. Thank you again to Marissa and Corey for joining us. We, we appreciate it. And we Thank will you. see everybody next week. Yes, everybody stay safe. <laughs> yeah, bye.